Try not to plan things so much, says the creator of a planning tool for uh, for for your recruiting your recruiting needs. Launched the company back in 2012, uh, bootstrapped it. He just realized when he was working in a telecom previous to this, he couldn't scale and hire uh, and sorry and scale hiring effectively. So he went out, built this tool in 2012. Now has over 6,000 customers paying call it two ish grand uh, per year. Or said differently, they've just passed 20 million bucks in ARR. That's up from 14 million about a year ago. So healthy growth rate. They've got 102% net revenue retention annually. Tucked into that is 15% gross revenue churn annually. But it's not like a typical business. 30% of his new business every month is actually from past customers who stopped hiring because the system works so well, right? That's obviously what it does. His team is 170 people based between Boston and Athens. Super healthy payback period. They spend 500 bucks to acquire a customer that pays two grand a year. So two month payback period, four grand LTV at a minimum. Healthy business. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Nikos Moratakis. He is the founder and CEO of a company called Workable, makers of the popular recruiting software used by 6,000 companies in 80 countries. He led the company from its inception in 2012 to a fast-growing organization with 185 employees in U.S., Europe, raising $40 million of venture financing from many of the top European investors. He's also appeared as a speaker on the Nantucket Conference, Saster and Sastock, and has been interviewed in popular podcasts and media like Forbes and the New York Times. He holds a computer science degree from Imperial College in London and lives with his wife and two children in Boston, Massachusetts. Nikos, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here with you. All right. You're in a hot space. Did uh, did Glassdoor sell? Was it overvalued or undervalued? 1.2 billion. Oh, I think I think they're, they're going to be worth a lot more than that. Okay, good. So you think it was a good buy. It's HR Tech, which you're playing in. Tell us more about the company and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Workable is, uh, is a recruiting software. It's fast becoming one of the most popular choices for SMBs doing recruiting, meaning companies with, let's say, 50 to a few thousand employees uh, all over the world. Uh, I think we are in nearly 100 countries right now, uh, 6,000 customers and adding something like four or 500 every month. Those are, just to be clear, those are, those are paying customers, not users or something. Yes. Of course. And, you're add, and you're adding 400 to 500 per month? Yes. That's great. And when was, so give me more of the backstory here. So you launched the company, what year? We started in 2012. So we've been at it for five and a half years right now. And what Uh, drove you to this idea? I mean, what were you doing at the time? Before this, I was working in a fast growing company doing software for telcos, completely, you know, um, different from, from workable. What, what links the two is that we had to hire a lot of people really fast. So if you're a manager in a in a company that grows really fast, you get to hire a lot. Uh, so I basically had to deal with a lot of parochial options uh, in terms of software. You're talking about you had to hire a lot at the telco. Yes. Yeah. So I used a lot of the stuff that's out there. And to be honest with you, most of it is pretty old. 
not very good. So we decided to do something slightly better ourselves. Why didn't uh, Indeed work? Well, in, in, Indeed is a job site and it helps you find candidates, but it doesn't help you manage the process, run your career pages, manage your interviews, manage your feedback. So recruiting, there's a, there's a lot beyond just getting candidates. And most employers, precisely because they get most of the candidates online through Indeed, through social media, they need to have a digital way of managing the process itself. So you don't compete with Indeed. There are many people that use Indeed and you. Exactly. It's ex- it's extremely common. Indeed was one of our closest partners. And many companies use job sites like Indeed to get the candidates, but then uh, software like Workable, both to easily interface with something like Indeed, but also to manage the best of the process all the way to the offer letter. And is this a pure play SaaS business or you pay per like applicant or job process manage or something? It, it's a SaaS software. Uh, there's two ways to buy it. One way is a completely pay-as-you-go model for smaller companies where you pay $50 per job that you have active at any time. So you only pay when you use it for how much hiring you do. And for larger companies, there are you know annual plans depending on the needs and some more advanced enterprise features that they want. So what would you say, this is going to be a tough question, but we don't have time to go on every cohort. What would you say the average customer pays you per month or per year? Um, a few thousand dollars a year. A few thousand. Okay. And generally speaking, how many hires does that get for them or how many hires are they managing? For companies that make, you know, a few dozen hires a year. Okay. Fair enough. Good. So a few dozen hires. There's many small companies with like 50 or 60 people who may be paying just a few hundred bucks a year. Yep. Yep. Good. But, but a good kind of middle is call it maybe 2000 bucks a year to hire a dozen or two dozen employees. Yes. Okay. Now those numbers get big quick. If I take a, well, the 2000, you said that's annually or monthly? Um, this is, this is annually. Or a couple thousand. Yeah. A couple thousand is annually. Got it. Okay, good. So, I mean, have you guys, have you guys broken? I mean, you take 6,000, you multiply by that annual number. I mean, have you guys passed the million dollar a month in, in revenue yet? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good. Do you mind sharing where you're at today? The company's making someone like uh, a little bit over 20 million a year. Sorry, how much? A little over 20 million a year. A little over 20, okay, 20 million a year. Good, that's healthy. And um, I want to understand kind of how you got your first thousand customers. Was it through a partnership like Indeed? Um, actually, you know, it's, we just launched the software out there and people started discovering it coming in on their own. Oh, come on, Nikos. I don't believe, you can't make it that easy. There's people just starting out wondering, how do you do it? Tell me the story. How'd you get your first customer? Uh, it, it's the honest truth. Uh we got to 10 million revenue without having a sales team. We just had the software out there and people were coming and buying it on their own online. So yeah, but how the, are they finding it? Is it an SEO play? It's an, it, a great degree of it is, is, is an SEO play. Oh, okay. We are very good at it. We have, uh, we have the most popular HR website in the world right now. Our resources section on our site has thousands of you know, guides and job descriptions and interview questions. And we do about 23 million unique visitors a year on our content. So a lot of people come to us because they're looking for an interview question or templates to do their offer letters or whatever. And then they discover the software and then they post the jobs and then they discover how easy it is to manage. The differentiating factor of Workable is its self-service nature. You can go in there and you can get this job done in a few minutes. In a few minutes, you'll be up and running. And now we have a sales team mostly to cater to bigger customers, but we got all the way to 10 million revenue without having a single sales What's person. your team size today? Right now, we're about 170 people in, uh, in Boston and Athens. 
Boston and Athens. Okay, I'll come back to that in a second. Um, but uh, take me back to this SEO play. So how did you decide on kind of your first week of launching this tool? You put out in the wild, no one's viewing it. You say, let's go SEO. How do you pick which word to kind of optimize for first? Do you remember the first word you optimized for? It, it was not a matter of words. It was um, the insight there was what do people need to do when they're interested in hiring? So you want to hire a project manager. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to look for a job description that you can modify. So you would you would you would look at this and go the current search volume on Google Trends for you know template job description for product manager. Okay. We I have see. every job description you can imagine. We have thousands of them. Interesting. Uh, and right now, in the beginning, we said let's find the hundred most popular jobs out there. Uh, or you're going to look for interview questions. I'm doing it right. I'm By the way, I'm doing this right now. I just typed template job description for product manager. And you've got mo- hiring.monster comes up, resources.workable.com. That's you. So walk me through. I mean, the, the first SEO term, I just looked it up. You're ranked there at the top. Indeed's paying for it, right? There's a lot of job descriptions you can rank for. I mean, how do you kind of decide and why is it so critical to your strategy? We said, what do people look for when hiring? Job descriptions, offer letters, interview questions. And we start making some content around that. And honestly, we just made some content. We didn't SEO optimize it. We put it out there. You just and typed it like a blog post. Yes, exactly. We just really uh, put the WordPress out, out there and just put them there with no organization, no nothing. A few months later, we were getting thousands of hits of them. And then we got an SEO expert. And then we organized this beautiful site you see with guides, with how-tos, with anything you can imagine. And people would just find the software, sign up, use it, pay for it. Over time, you get more sophisticated around how to pick up those leads, send them interesting stuff, nurture them, get them to convert through sales. Nikos, tell me about your churn. When you do SMB, your churn is relatively high. Uh, for companies with less than 100 people, you could be losing you know, something like 20% of your customers a year on that segment. However, it's a different type of churn than normal enterprise software. It's not people who are unhappy with the software. It's actually people who got their job done and they're not hiring anymore. Uh, and you see this because similarly, about 30% of our new business every month is returning customers, people who ha- hired with us before, they left, and now they're hiring again and they're coming back. So, so how do you measure your churn? I mean, you've raised a lot of capital, so you've put together decks with VCs and things, and they're always asked these kinds of questions. How do you have that conversation? Mm. Look, VCs who are savvy about the SMB space know that the SMB customers very often are sporadic or episodic in their use. So they have higher churn characteristic or churn and return and reactivation. Mm-hmm. So, but like, but a- like, if I asked you, for example, what's your net revenue retention annually? What would you the say? Net revenue retention is uh, over a hundred. Okay. How much over a hundred? Uh, it's about 101, 102. Okay, so 102% net revenue retention. So that's pretty good at your price point in the SMB space, the fact that it's over 100. Yes, because it's also affected by larger customers who stay and upgrade a lot. And they grow a lot with us. Very often you see someone starting at $50 and then they're paying, you know, $15,000 a year. Yeah. Uh, years later. So, so what is the gross revenue churn, which obviously gets covered up by the expansion. That's how you get to the 102 net. But what's gross revenue churn? Or the gross revenue churn is negative. Well, gross revenue churn can't be negative. The net net is, uh, the gross is something like mm, 
15%. Okay, got it. So gross, you're losing 15% of your revenue, but you're expanding 17%, which gives you the net yes. 102. Exactly. Got it. That's great. I mean, obviously that makes a lot of sense. And then what I'm hearing you say is of that 15% you lose every month, 30% of your new people coming back are actually returning people you lost earlier. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 hard to communicate, but it's a great place to be, right? Because it's sticky, but harder to predict. The most interesting thing with the SMBs is that you see large amount of churn in the beginning because the adoption is, they may be sporadic, they may be using it for a few months, but the ones who stay, stay for a long time and they grow with you. Yep. So after year one, uh, even for the smaller customers, retention is 100%. Yep. So what do you, let me ask you a different question. What do you assume lifetime value is in dollars of these folks? Um, Minimum. Oh, minimum lifetime value is something like three and a half to four thousand dollars. And you're looking up, kind of doing math in your head. What's the math you're doing on that question? Well, essentially, for for small companies, is uh, three and a half to four thousand dollars lifetime value. But because it's completely self service, and because there's a lot of organic and SEO involved, it may be costing you as little as you know five hundred bucks to get a customer. Yep. Okay, good. So, I mean, is that kind of a good average CAC for you is about 500 bucks? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. If, you, if your LTV over CAC is more than three, ours is six and a half. Yep. Yep. But more importantly, if you're spending 500 bucks to acquire a customer and they're paying two grand a year or about 250 bucks a month, you're getting paid back in two months, which is a healthy payback yep. period. Exactly. So you can use your recycling capital very, very quickly. And that's how you can grow very quickly in this business. What are you growing at? You're at north of 20 million in AR today. Where were you 12 months ago? Um, we were 12 months ago, we're 14. Okay. Four. Okay. So that's obviously really healthy growth and you raised capital. How much have you raised to date? We have raised about, what is it? $39 million. Okay. All, all equity or is there venture debt in there? Yeah. VC, VCs. All VCs. Interesting. And when was the last raise and how much was it for? Uh, last time we raised just a small 5 million round a few months ago to extend our B round. Okay. Some people, when was the big B round? What month? The big B round was, uh, in the summer of 2015, we raised 21 million. Okay. So Nikos, let me ask you, when people see like a small fall like that, it, it typically means you tried to raise another round. You couldn't get the valuation you wanted. So the series B people did a bridge for five to get, to get by your time to get to the valuation you want. Is that accurate or no? That, or you're making quite a bit of money and you're close to profitability and you would rather raise when you're profitable. Okay. So are you close to profitability? You think you'll break in the next couple months? Uh, yes, sometime next year. That's great. That's very good. Congratulations. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap we up here with, win, but you know, we might choose to put more money to, to growth, but if you don't need a lot of money very soon, sometimes it's, it's an optimization. Yeah. No, I understand. I mean, it, it, let me ask you this a different way. So you've raised, call it 39, 40 million. You're doing 20 million, in a, uh, north of 20 million today in AR. I mean, if someone came to you and offered you kind of a hundred or 150 million to sell the company, do you sell? No. That's pretty good. I mean, that's 5X ARR. No. Why, why do you laugh? You, you, you make it sound like that's totally irrational. I've been through this conversation, so that I know the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. But, but tell me why, what goes through your head when you hear something like that or you get a real offer? Oh, you know what? You know, I've had to deal with this question, obviously. Uh, you sell the company when you don't think that there's a ton of room to grow if you, or if you don't like the business. So I like my job. I like what I do. And Are I those think the only two reasons? I guess so, yeah. 
Those are your, the, for you, those are really the, the drivers. Those yeah. are your kind of two things. You would sell if you don't see yourself doing this five years from now, or you don't see it being much bigger five years from now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if both of those are true, um, then it's very difficult to sell. I mean, I would argue some of the, the most successful acquisitions are actually don't fall into either of those categories. It's it's actually a different category, which is they're committed to some vision and they know if they align themselves with the acquirer, the growth of their tool will be exponential what it is versus being solo. And so that's why they sell, even if it's not at a crazy valuation. That, that's true as well. That, that's true as well. You, you yeah. could have a case like that. But to be honest with you, I'm a little bit more cynical about these things. It's probably uh, smart, by the way. Yeah, usually, usually through an acquisition, there is, you know, it becomes somebody else's property, mm-hmm. and you know, there is no guarantee that it will go and achieve whatever vision. Were you, you had. burned I mean, in the past, tough. Nikos? Were you burned in the past? Uh, no, no, it's the first time I'm building a company, so okay, yeah, I don't have a chance to burn. You're you're just generally skeptical, right? You were you were taught well. You're supposed to be skeptical. I don't know. I guess, yeah. I think it's healthy. Nothing wrong with that. All right, let's uh, let's I, wrap. Go ahead. I guess if if you sell, you sell. That's what it means. <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book. I guess it's uh, Nicholas Taleb's uh, "Fooled by Randomness." Fooled by randomness. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? CEO. No, I, I don't have someone specific. Okay. No. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business besides your own? Online tool that I like very much. Hmm. You know, I really like a performance review tool called uh, Small Improvements. Small Improvements. Good. And uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many? S- hours of sleep. I try to get eight hours of sleep at night. And you uh, get it? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kiddos? I'm married. I have two kids. Two? Yeah. And how old are you? How old are you, Nikos? Half and three. So. <laughs> so they're eight and a half and three. How old are you? I'm 40. 40. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? What I would tell my 22 year old self? Hmm. To try to not to plan things too much. There you have it, guys. Try not to plan things so much, says the creator of a planning tool for uh, for for your recruiting your recruiting needs. Launched the company back in 2012. Uh, bootstrapped it. He just realized when he was working in a telecom previous to this, he couldn't scale and hire uh, and sorry and scale hiring effectively. So he went out, built this tool in 2012. Now has over 6,000 customers paying call it two ish grand uh, per year. Or said differently, they've just passed 20 million bucks in ARR. That's up from 14 million about a year. Ago. So healthy growth rate. They've got 102% net revenue retention annually. Tucked into that is 15% gross revenue churn annually. But it's not like a typical business. 30% of his new business every month is actually from past customers who stopped hiring because the system works so well, right? That's obviously what it does. His team is 170 people based between Boston and Athens. Super healthy payback period. They spend 500 bucks to acquire a customer that pays two grand a year. So two month payback period, four grand LTV at a minimum. Healthy business. Thank you so much for taking us to the top, Nikos. Thank you, Nathan. It's been a pleasure.